Hey guys, so we just got off recording a podcast with the CEO of Lambs. It is an apparel company, but actually a health and wellness company that helps support our resistance or resilience towards um, EMF. His name is Arthur Menard and a great human being as well. Yeah. And, you know, when you when you listen to him speak, you can just tell he just oozes, you know, integrity and he's an engineer and he has this, you know, very investigative mind, but also just a very relaxed and, and fun way to approach, uh, you know, a challenging health topic, you know, one that, that requires a bit of, you know, attention and, and attention on our daily lives. And, and he's come up with a solution to help people, you know, mitigate some of the stressors from, from the environment. Yeah, it's a good one for everyone to listen to. So share it out with your family, your friends, um, listen to it with your kids so they get an understanding of, you know, their new world too, so that we're not resisting it, but we're trying to find ways to adapt to it. Tune in. Welcome to the Health Ignited podcast with your hosts, Dr. Nick and Sonia Jensen. We are partners, parents, business partners, doctors, yoga teachers, and retreat leaders. We promise to bring you real conversations to awaken and ignite your potential to live your best life possible. Join us each week as we dive into topics varying from brain health, biohacking, hormones, and longevity, to relationships, parenting, meditation, and more. Together, creating community and building stronger foundations for the generations to come. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Health Ignited. I'm here with Dr. Sonia Jensen again, of course, who's my lovely uh, partner in health uh, on this podcast, Health Ignited, where we're helping people ignite their health freedom through uh, awareness and education and amazing stories, and most importantly, the, the incredible guests that we get a chance to bring on. So today we've got a special guest for you. Um, this is a topic that we we discuss a lot, especially with our kids and you know their their growing bodies and and uh, all the different things that you know we don't really know are going on around us that are definitely having impact on our health. And that's uh, electromagnetic frequencies. Uh, as the world of technology continues to grow and evolve, um, you know what are the strategies that we can implement in order to have a healthier body and be more resilient. And so these are the conversations we're gonna have with this absolute groundbreaking uh, technology where, where fashion meets technology actually. And uh, this gentleman's name is Arthur Menard. You may have seen him on his uh, TED talk uh, or, or the product itself. Uh, maybe you're trying them, uh, it's called Lambs. So Arthur, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your schedule to be with us today. Thanks for having me guys, super excited. Yeah, so we, uh, I mean, I, I gotta, gotta ask like, and you probably get this question a lot, but why lambs? I mean, I, I love, you know, the, the imagery of like a, a fuzzy, soft, you know, texture to, to sort of entrap or support uh, the, the jiggly bits, the cherries, the diamonds, uh, the important stuff on the body. Uh, <laughs> but please tell us, you know, what, what got you into the name? Yeah, uh, it's a question that we get all the time, actually. And uh, when we started working on the product, we had... Um, uh, we, we were trying to, to nail down the perfect name. And the, the first question that we're getting was, is it comfortable? Because uh, when we're saying, well, it's radiation peripheral, uh, we are creating a shield, an electromagnetic shield around your body. Um, well, the first thing that came to mind for people was like a piece of armor. And uh, obviously, don't really want to wear this on a daily basis. I'm not sure I want to wear this at all. Uh, and so we went for, and, and we 
took it took us a lot of efforts and and actually hundreds of uh, fabric prototypes to get to a fabric that today is um, according to most of our customers uh, more comfortable than what they're used to wearing. Um, and so, yeah, so we wanted a name that represents this effort and, uh, and makes you feel comfortable. And uh, lambs are also protected by their wool, um, but in a very comfortable way. So uh, in the same manner, uh, lambs protects your uh, essential organs uh, in a very comfortable and stylish way. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you, if you guys, I hope you guys get a chance to, to check out the podcast because I love how you sort of like reframed your style of marketing and it's really reframing even the, the words you used. I mean, we know of other companies like Under Armour, for example, which sort of takes that sort of like rigid sort of, you know, you can do hard things kind of approach, which is a, is a great name and it, and it makes sense for, you know, I guess the athletes that they're working with. But you kind of took it in a completely different direction, which is, you know, just how you use uh, on, the, on the TED Talk using humor. You know, we, we live in a world right now where everything's like the war on drugs, the war on the virus, the war on terrorism. <laughs> you know, everything is about like attack, attack and, and protect and, you know, defensive and isolate. And, and really like you're just coming. Well, we just want to provide you something that's soft. And at the same time, you're, you're, you're providing support and protection. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's completely flipped on its head. I love that. Yeah. And you know, like, it's interesting because um, Under Armour would have been a great name for us in theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, what we're about with LEMS is um, helping you uh, be in better health today and have a better living tomorrow. And not necessarily, uh, we're not campaigning against anything. We're not against wireless radiation. We're not against, uh, you know, like what have you, like uh, we're not on a war against anything. We're just on a journey to try and better our health. And we're um, providing a tool for that, um, for a specific matter that is impacting most of us. And then the second reason for this is Under Armour probably appeals to, um, and and uh, just on the name, like, uh, a tough name like this appeals to athletes, obviously, uh, but we're for everybody because um, mm. everybody has a cell phone today or 96% of the worldwide population, something crazy like this. Uh, everybody has cell phone antennas outside of their homes um, and everybody, and, and a lot of people have Wi-Fi uh, connected devices, Bluetooth, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, yeah, uh, LEMS felt like something that um, a lot more people could get behind from, <laughs> from a name perspective than something that would have been mega armor, super shield, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crazy protection. Yeah. I love the the reframe of that because um, I know as a mom, I've had to create that reframe for myself of not being against technology and really learning how to live with it. And, you know, we teach a lot on just toxicity from the world and the stresses that we have and how we can't necessarily control those external factors all the time, but we can control our internal world. So whether that's our mindset, what we're eating and our daily habits, and this is just one of those things that we can add to that list or that lifestyle so that we can really understand the effects of the EMF is having on our health. So my question to you is like, what, why EMF? And like, what brought you into this journey and why you created this company and chose clothing as um, the support for it? Yeah, love this question. And I'll, I'll go back to kind of my history before, before LAMS. Um, I grew up very much with uh, a mind for solving problems. So I, I've been creating stuff since as long as I can remember. And um, 
early in my teens, I started becoming very passionate about health, um, the topic of health in general. And um, I saw people around me, like friends of families or family members developing the traditional uh, illnesses that you get as you're, as you're getting old, like cardiovascular disease or cancer, uh, that kind of stuff. And uh, realized that I was uh, early enough in my life that the choices that I would take would compound uh, and that I had a direct, what I was doing today had a direct impact on my likelihood of uh, being healthier or longer. Um, and so it kind of fell into that world, um, ended up training as, um, as an engineer in the biology field. Um, and, um, and so EMFs have been on my radar for uh, quite a while. Um, but it all started, the Lambs story started at dinner with friends where uh, we all sat down um, around the dinner table, put our cell phones on the table, um, and we started discussing the fact that it's funny because we were all aware that um, wireless radiations or cell phone radiation were not good for our bodies. We had heard this one way or another, and we all were carrying our cell phones in our pockets. Or every single one of us. Um, and this is a moment where I was like, okay, well, clearly uh, there, has some, <laughs> there has to be a better way than being aware and beating ourselves up, being like, oh yeah, that's that thing. Yep, not great. Um, and to, to be kind of more at peace with technology, because uh, obviously also being, uh, again, why I grew up with all that stuff, like I'm not getting rid of my cell phone anytime soon. Not sure I can uh, I can get around Los Angeles without Google Maps either, um, and so so yeah, so decided to uh, a do a lot more research into the impact of EMFs. What I um, and the first thing I came up across was the World Health Organization website and their categorization of EMF as a class two B human carcinogen, which is the same categorization as car exhaust fumes, um, and. Oh. That, I don't I, think I people that. realize that, right? Like that's, that's significant right there just mm -hmm. to see it's in the same category. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, that was a massive aha moment. Cause I was like, I, I remember being in my bedroom doing this research and you get a picture of this like small student bedroom at the time. And I was like, okay, well there is barely space for a car here, but if there were one running, I would not be staying here for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm definitely drenched in Wi-Fi, cell phone radiation, all of this. Um, and yeah, and so that triggered my uh, inventor self uh, to, to try and find a solution. Um, and then that's how LEMS came to be. Um, realized that, uh, well, wireless radiation are how our devices are communicating with one another. So um, with Wi-Fi, um, that's how your computer is communicating with the internet. With uh, your cell phone, that's how you're getting calls, texts, um, and all your... Um, internet notifications, etc., and so uh, it's necessary for the world we live in, the for modern technology to exist. Um, and so we can't really provide, uh, we can't really stop our devices from emitting EMFs. So the only thing we can do uh, today is to prevent EMFs from reaching our body. And the way to do this is to, or at least like the best way to do this, that the only way that we've we've found so far is to create a parole that shields your body. And that's what we set out to do. Hmm, that's amazing. So, you know, people can actually, you know, purchase these devices that can measure the amount of radiation that's that's coming off of maybe a, a tower or bedroom in your home. And you can sort of 
look and see where there's greater disruption in, in your, in your body. I'm curious what kind of testing went into, to these, uh, you know, to the different clothing, like how did you guys measure that, that blocking effect? Yeah. Uh, so we obviously have uh, the devices that you talked about are called EMF meters. Mm-hmm. They're very helpful um, to kind of realize at least <laughs> the amount of radiation that you're exposed to. Um, the, another good test, uh, by the way, is just turn on your Wi-Fi and look at how many Wi-Fi signals you're, <laughs> you have access to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of it's crazy. Um, no, but the, the testing of the garment itself, uh, it's done in, la- in laboratory. Um, and we have a very specific testing protocol, which is um, it's done on what's called human phantoms. Uh, which are recreation of the human body uh, from a physical and chemical standpoint. Hmm. Um, and then we essentially uh, test. Um, so you have a receptor, EMF receptor in, um, inside the phantom. Um, you put a traditional garment on it, you direct EMFs, uh, you, you, you put a phone next to it um, or whichever type of source of EMF you want. Um, and then you measure how much radiation you're getting on the other side. Um, and then you do the same thing, but with lamps this time. And what we find uh, is that we're reducing 99.9% of uh, the radiation that your body is, is getting um, between 99.96 and 99.99, depending on the frequency. Um, That's amazing. What, what would it be for like, like traditional, just cotton or polyester garment? Like what would that, does that do anything? Not really, no. No, um, <laughs> no, it doesn't. So the the reason for this is because we're using a physical principle um, called electromagnetic shielding, uh, which is kind of a mouthful, but it's actually super uh, simple to. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds like a mouthful and it sounds super uh, advanced. And it is because uh, it's used in, in, in spacesuits, but it's also used in your microwave, which is a little bit less sexy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the electromagnetic uh, shielding works this way. Uh, wireless radiation are called electromagnetic frequencies. So they have two components, an electric field and a magnetic field. And when um, the electric field um, gets in contact with um, a conductive mesh of fibers, um, if the size of the hole of the mesh is smaller than the wavelength of the radiation, that's again a mouthful, but picture the fence behind me. Um, Mm -hmm. Since the size of the holes are smaller than my head, um, I'm not able to go through this this fence, kind of similar principle here. Um, The electric electric field um, essentially disappears and the magnetic field uh, disappears as well. So that's kind of the simplification of how it works. And um, we're using silver fiber in order to create this electromagnetic shield all around your body, which again, um, very important that it's surrounding as much as possible. Uh, Same principle as a fence. It's not very efficient if it's not, uh, if it's just on, on, uh, on three feet and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. So one aspect is it's changing the dimension for wavelengths to pass through, but the other one is this um, sort of electron, you know, gradient or, or um, landscape with the silver that also provides that that protection. And so it's happening on multiple levels as a, a space sort of entry point, but also on this whole electrical interference level too. I, I, I'm just trying to like 
simplify um, it maybe in my own mind and 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 help and please jump in <laughs> well it's gonna it's gonna the, the same thing at once uh so this this grid of silver fiber um is is preventing the electromagnetic field from uh essentially getting on the other side uh same as this grid does um it's just very important that it's a conductive material like silver um in order to um, be effective, whereas cotton, you can create the same grid, uh, would not do anything because it doesn't have any conductive properties. So it doesn't interact with the electric field of the wireless radiation. Wow, gotcha. So there, I mean, sorry, I've got so many questions for you. There's a, there's multiple different wavelengths of, of radiation from visible light, UV to, to gamma, microwave, um, Correct. 5G, 3G, all that stuff. So is there is there some wavelengths that are small enough that can get through and some that they can't? Or how would you describe sort of that that wavelength uh, gradient in, in response to the to, to the garments? Yeah. Um, so the um, that that that's a, that's a really good question. The the way uh, we've built our garment is really focusing on all the um, frequencies that are being used in consumer devices. Uh, so we started with voice, which is the lowest frequency. Uh, so cell phone, um, just pure cell phone communication, um, which is the lowest frequencies generally used by consumer devices, um, as well as then Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, uh, 4G and 5G uh, that came up more recently. So. Across the spectrum, uh, we're blocking 99.9%. And then obviously you can get into frequencies that we're not blocking um, because the comments was not designed this way. So x-rays, for instance, um, which uh, which we wouldn't really be as effective as uh, for wireless radiation. We've never tested for x-rays. Uh, we, we didn't build the device for that, or nor would I go into Chernobyl uh with the lens <laughs> thinking that i'm protected like uh <laughs> we're starting to be in wavelengths that are not uh that are that are not really effective interestingly though uh talking about uv being a uh wavelength and, and generally uh, uh visible light uh we are uv protective uh so you're we are ubf 50 plus which is the highest um the, the highest protection you can get from your garments. Uh, most people don't know this, but a traditional t-shirt or uh, traditional apparel, most of the time, doesn't really protect you from the sun as much as you'd want. Um, and a lot of harmful UVs are actually going through the fibers of uh, your garments. So um, the way we've constructed our um, all of our garments, uh, especially the t-shirt, which it's a little bit more important than the underwear in this specific use case, uh, is also protecting from the harmful UVs from, uh, from the sun. So that's an added benefit. Hmm. Well, I guess it just depends on what beach you're at. Right? <laughs> Vancouver is not... Uh... Well, we, we've got a couple <laughs> spots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my question was, how does it compare to some of the other things that are out there that are blocking EMF or um, they speak to blocking EMF. So whether that's like the, the tents, I think, and the blankets and like just some of these other fabrics and things that are out there that people can put into their homes. Or maybe even like those covers over your cell phones. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, like the yeah. safe uh, sleeves. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is always a topic where I'm, uh, I'm gonna tiptoe around because I, I don't, okay. don't want to be, uh, this is not really, well, 
I, I would put it this way: if people are very are interested in this, they can they can watch uh, the tech talk that I that I did on on Lamps. But um, generally speaking, when we started with Lamps, when we got started, um, there were a bunch of products out there that claimed to be mitigating EMFs, and I tested almost all of them. Um, and what happens is either they didn't do anything or uh, they were actually doing the opposite and increasing EMS. And that's specifically true for a lot of the cell phone cases um, oh. out there that are uh, claiming to protect you from, from EMS. And, and I'll explain why. Um, so the devices that there were were, um, so the, the most popular ones were probably the cell phone stickers or the cell phone cases. Uh, so the stickers claim to be modifying how the antenna is um, receiving, your cell phone antenna is receiving uh, data and, and therefore lowering the, lowering the amount of, uh, of EMF uh, that they receive. Um, and the cases kind of similarly are saying that they integrate, um, that they are essentially radiation proof on the side of the case. Uh, and so that as long as you're putting, um, and, and that they're reducing EMF because of this. And whilst it's probably true for most cases, because um, it's very easy, like if you take an aluminum sheet, um, it is blocking EMF. So you can also buy a normal uh, case, put an aluminum sheet in between this and your case and you'll have exactly the same effect. But I would not recommend this. And here is why. In both instances, what happens is when your cell phone is struggling to find what, uh, to find a cell phone connection, it's emitting more EMF in order to get that connection with the antennas. And so with uh, a cell phone case that has um, some degree, like some aluminum around the antenna or a sticker that is modifying how the antenna works, generally speaking, what it does is it modify, it, it, it prevents the cell phone from optimally getting reception, hmm. which is the case where it's, Inter interestingly, when, when you have the most reception is the case where you have the least amount of EMF emitted by your phone because your phone is like, oh yeah, you're right there. Like, I, I can see you, all, all good, no need to, whereas like, otherwise it's screaming like, where are you? And, mm -hmm. and inundating you with, with EMS. So uh, we've tested this, uh, we've had a few friends who had these. It was very interesting to see their faces when we're taking an EMF meter testing with and without the case and seeing that there is a, a, a very strong increase in, in amount of EMS. Mm -hmm. So most products out there, and then you had the um, uh, a lot of like uh, salt or crystals that are supposedly uh, absorbing EMFs or clearing the air around you, and there is just no scientific evidence at all or or scientific basis for this uh, whatsoever. Um, so, um, I mean, I'm, I'm coming from an engineering background, uh, seeing this and testing it with EMF meters, there there has been just no evidence on, on, on this and that any of this was working. So we're the only company out there that has done testing in real life human settings, um, which is uh, like <laughs> the human phantom testing that I was talking about, which is how much actual reduction are we seeing on your body? And we've taken it uh, a step further and this is still in the making right now, um, but we've done testing on internal um uh, on uh, internal data as well uh, in order to see what the impact of wearing lens when exposed to EMF is on your body. And so we're tracking a variety of factors. Um, the studies are not um, public yet. Uh, they'll probably be at the end of the year. 
Um, but what we're seeing is on some factors, and I can uh, disclose some of them, but some of them are sleep, for instance. Uh, we're seeing a significant improvement when wearing lamps versus not wearing lamps. Um, mm -hmm. So that's kind of how we managed to become number one in this market in, in such a short amount of time as well, is because we built on one element, which was trust. Uh, and how did we build trust by A, explaining how the technology works in a very clear and simple manner and B, testing in real life settings and, and having these tests uh, available for, um, for everyone to see, which is not the case for most companies out there. Mm -hmm. very cool. Yeah, I love how you answered that too. Um, one of the things that, that uh, I think people just aren't fully aware of is, is this sort of invisible field of, of electromagnetics that are affecting us on a, on a regular basis. And, you know, it's not never just one thing. It's, it's a conglomerate of many things. Like it's in one's individual you know, responsibility with regards to their diet and all those other things that are going to influence what these rays and, and wavelengths and frequencies have. Uh, I'm curious, like, is there any downside to wearing EMF protection? Let's say when you're out in nature or you're swimming in the ocean, you want to receive all the benefit. Is there any sort of like, like you're, you're creating interference for the, for the kind of wavelengths and frequencies and the nutrients or the, you know, the grounding effect. Uh, yeah. That you'd get um, from the environment. Yeah. I mean, I, like for the grounding effect, uh, as long as you're barefoot, like we shouldn't be interfering with this at all. Yeah. Um, the, as for the rest, I, um, I don't think so. I'm, never tried to swim in lamps apparel i'm sure it's not <laughs> super comfortable <laughs> uh no i mean yeah uh i i, I guess uh, i guess if you're going on a hike uh there are more uh, appropriate fabrics that are going to be more absorbent or uh, that kind of stuff um than than lamps um there is one added benefit, though, uh, of, of our garment if you're going on a hike, which is that we're, we have a very high amount of silver, which is naturally antimicrobial. Um, so we'll be uh, essentially removing uh, the bacteria from, I mean, the, the bacteria from your, from your sweat is what makes your sweat smells bad, mm -hmm. uh, smell bad, sorry. And so we're removing these factors. So we're also anti-odor. It's kind of nice after a 10 hours hike. I did the half dome hike in Yosemite with a lamp t-shirt wow. and I was still smelling fresh after that, which was kind of cool. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, apparently I need some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about uh, hormones and yeah. fertility and that kind of thing. I'm curious, just in your research too, you kind of spoke to a little bit of um, how you can compare it to like the exhaust of a car. Like, were there other things that you came across that were maybe shocking to you that isn't like public knowledge? And how do you yeah. feel EMF is affecting fertility today? Because I know many couples that are challenged um, with fertility and a lot of it's unexplained. And I do think our environment has a lot to do with that. Yeah, um, I'll start with fertility and, and then I'll, I'll get into the, the rest of your question, which is a little bit bigger to, to answer. Um, so with regards to fertility, first of all, uh, I'm happy to report that we have quite a few lens babies out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> uh, so we've had uh, a number of, uh, of people who were struggling to conceive um, and started wearing lambs and then shortly after were able to conceive uh, or who uh, really struggled uh, and had to go see fertility doctors for many years for their first or, and, and or second child 
and then after lambs like were able to conceive on their first or second try wow. um so yeah uh that's uh that's really cool that's something that that mm -hmm. uh, obviously is is huge for us and uh is a major factor of, of uh, motivation when we're going to work every day and the reason for this um probably stems from the, the studies that have been done on um, wireless exposure and fertility. Uh, the, probably the best known study comes from the Cleveland Clinic, uh, where they analyze data on more than 1,000 men wearing their cell phones in their pockets for different amounts of time uh, throughout the day. And what they found is that men who were keeping their cell phones in their pockets for more than four hours per day were seeing roughly a 50% decrease in sperm count, as well as a decrease in sperm quality factors, such as morphology, speed, lifespan, uh, and correct DNA. And usually these factors were impacted at by 30 to 50%, um, so which is super significant. Yeah. Um, and we were able to interestingly replicate this data uh, in real life with um, some uh, some people who were willing to test the sperm before wearing lamps and then after wearing lamps for like uh, three months. And, uh, and we did see an, uh, an increase of, of 50% in, in uh, of, of like essentially these people doubling the sperm count. That we, what we did is, is not really necessarily representative because uh, sperm count is super complicated and there are a lot of factors that can impact it, including what you ate the previous day and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, but at least, I mean, the studies that have been done on the questions are uh, on the question are very clear, which is that exposure to wireless radiation can um, can drastically impact your fertility. Obviously, it's not the only factor, um, and um, if if um, male fertility has been dropping um, by thirty percent in the past fifteen years, it's probably also because of what we eat uh, and and other environmental factors, but. Um, based on the research that is out there, um, wireless radiation seems to be uh, definitely <clears throat> one of one of the uh, one of the very significant factors uh, there. And then um, you were asking about uh, the impact that people might not know. So probably the most well-known one, aside from fertility, is uh, cancer and the risk mm -hmm. of developing uh, cancer. And I would say. Uh, the main one that people don't necessarily know are cardiovascular disease and neurological disorders. Mm -hmm. And now that I've said that, I'm sure that what, what's going on is like, okay, well, this guy uh, created a company which is uh, re uh, radiation proof apparel, and now he's telling us that wireless radiation are responsible for cardiovascular disease, neurological disorders, fertility issues, cancer, mm -hmm. um, probably also like uh, <laughs> climate change and, and all this. Yeah. And uh, viruses too, of course. Throw that in obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously COVID. Like that's, yeah. that, <laughs> there's no question around this. <laughs> no, um, the reason for this is, is very simple. Uh, it's all of these that we've just described, except for viruses and <laughs> climate change, um, have generally one common root cause, uh, which is, um, which is um, free radicals and mm -hmm. oxidative stress. Um, oxidative stress is uh, when you have an imbalance between uh, free radicals, which are um, uh, essentially like toxic for your body if they're in, uh, if, if there is, it's a small, um, a small molecule that are missing an electron and that are going to be stealing an electron from a nearby molecule, creating a new free radical, which is going to steal an electron from another nearby molecule, 
and destroying the tissue over time. Um, one very simple example of oxidative stress is if you cut an apple in half and then uh, let it sit on the counter, um, you'll see the inside becoming brown. That's, um, that's the tissue of the apple being destroyed by oxidative stress. Um, so oxidative stress is countered, I mean, free radicals are countered in our bodies by uh, antioxidants. Um, and when there is an imbalance between antioxidants and uh, free radicals, um, that triggers what's called oxidative stress. And what studies have shown on the mechanisms of harm of EMFs is that um, EMFs are being uh, having an electric field as well as a magnetic field are activating um, channels in our cells, um, calcium channels that are voltage gated. And this influx of calcium in our cells uh, create a triggers a cascade of reaction, uh, which leads to um, an increase in free radicals in our body and therefore uh, increases the chances of being in a state of oxidative stress. And then the oxidative stress, depending on what else is going on in your body, can increase different risks for different people. Uh, so that's why there are so many different factors that, uh, so many different diseases that can um, be where um, exposure to YS radiation can increase your risk of developing them. Um, but it all stems from this one uh, calcium um, channels in your body, which uh, um, which is triggered when, when exposed to YS radiation. I don't know if I've yeah. been super clear here. No, 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 no you did. It's yeah. it's a difficult thing to explain because we're we're talking about molecules and, and people don't often relate to molecules uh, as well as we do to like I don't know, apples and things like that. But you know, a lot of the research that Dr. Martin Paul shares is describing this phenomenon with like these perioxynitrite molecules and yep. how, and basically these effects are showing up as DNA damage. And, and so how our body's sort of repairing or building itself is getting interfered with, which is propagating the state of inflammation as you described. And yeah, this is, it's, it's so not discussed enough and it's, and it's not easy, I think, for people to wrap their head around. And sometimes just taking some more antioxidants isn't the answer because we're not removing the reasons for why this chronic oxidative stress is there and obviously EMF. There's also a whole question around how well are antioxidants being are absorbed in our bodies yeah. Yeah. Um, versus uh, the ones that are naturally produced. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, removing and so and oxidative stress is, is, is a very interesting phenomena for people who want to uh, do a little bit more research into this, because again, like it's a root cause for a lot of the modern diseases today. And what does trigger oxidative stress? Poor, like, I mean, Whereas radiation, we've just discussed this, poor sleep, bad diets, uh, no exercise. Uh, so essentially like all of the kind of like traditional health advice kind of apply to reduce your risk of like many of those diseases um, all at once by, uh, by kind of reducing your, your likelihood of, of uh, oxidative stress. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I think that, you know, people kind of get stuck in is this sort of, well, there's nothing I can do. It's just, this is what life is like. Like we've, we get sort of complacent with the, the changes that, that the modern world, you know, moves through and, and we sort of get stuck in, you know, that kind of thinking and, and you've created uh, apparel and technology that allows you to be more adaptive to your environment. Because I think, you know, if we go back to whether or not you, you like Darwin, but it wasn't necessarily the survival of the fittest. It was those who were most likely to be able to adapt. And this is like, this is a yeah. technology for the time that we're in. And, and that's why I feel like it's so important, especially, you know, we're talking about fertility or some of these chronic health issues. If you can take away some of these, 
you know, things that are driving oxidative damage in the body and driving inflammation, if you can reduce your total body burden, you're, you're going to be healthier and you're going to be more protective. And so let's talk about some of the gear, like you've got headgear, you've got shirts, you've got uh, underwear, uh, you've got some cool stuff. Like, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about some of the different gear. Yeah. Uh, so we, our very first product was underwear. Um, and if you remember the, the origin story of the company, um, awesome. of all of us, like taking our cell phones out of our pocket, uh, that's kind of why we started with underwear, to be honest, we're like, well, yeah. we're taking, we're carrying a cell phone, uh, literally not even inches away. Like we're talking about like less than, less than an inch away from, um, our genitals all day long. So let's start with underwear. Um, and, and then we kind of went, uh, Contrary to a lot of apparel companies, we actually don't describe ourselves as an apparel company, um, rather a health and wellness company. Uh, and so we had the same processes in health and wellness company, which is like, what are the most important factors? Uh, what are the most important organs to protect? Um, so we created the hats shortly after uh, and then the t-shirt. And with this, we're able to cover most of your vital organs. So um, genitals with the underwear, um, your gut, heart and lungs with um the t-shirt and obviously your brain uh with uh with the hats so we have uh, beanies and and caps depending on where you live in the world and uh <laughs> and the weather there and um and more recently we just launched um baby apparel as mm. well uh so we have uh we have a um, belly band as well as uh, baby covers and onesies uh, for mm. your little ones. And uh, the baby, uh, the baby story is interesting. I was talking about uh, Lem's babies. Well, the parents after uh, getting their uh, becoming pregnant kind of reached out and they're like, "That was awesome. Uh, huge believer in protecting myself now." Uh, but there is something I care more about <laughs> than myself now in my life. And that's my baby. Can you do something about this? So mm. we did. Mm -hmm. um, and... Sonia right now is going through, okay, I can get a present for this person. <laughs> <laughs> well, even for our own kids. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm always thinking about them and their exposure. And yeah. Not only at home, but everywhere at school. Now they're using technology too. Yeah. And so I think it's important for, for fertility and all the other reasons. Because even in children, like cancer rates have gone up and all the different diseases are so much higher than they were in the past. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, kids, it's interesting because I mean, even their subarachnoid space is closer to the, like their, their skull bone density isn't as you know thick as it is yeah. as a fully grown adult. So it's, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're more susceptible than, than us as adults. Right. Yeah. And it, it, like EMFs are being absorbed by the body. Um, and so if you're, if you're actually holding your cell phone against your ear, your right ear, um, you won't have, you, you'll have a minimal amount of EMS um, be coming out of your other year, if you will, <laughs> uh, because your brain is absorbing so much, so much of it. And if you're looking at uh, how much absorption you have in a human brain, uh, in an adult brain versus a kid's brain, um, mm -hmm. because of the skull density, but also the fact that we have a lot more well, brain, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you have a lot more of the overall brain that is being exposed to wireless radiation. And same for all the other organs. I have a lot more pectoral muscle than um, a baby <laughs> does mm -hmm. to absorb a lot of the radiation before it reaches my heart. Um, and so, yeah, um, that's that's a big reason of why we, why we, we started with the, the baby line as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, another huge area of cancer for for many women is breast cancer, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, 
And again, there's lots of different reasons for why that's there, of course, as we mentioned. But, um, you know, if let's say someone working in an environment, I don't know, maybe you're working in office space and there's like, you're getting blasted in all different directions from many different things. I mean, these things are undergarments you can wear underneath your clothes or you can, you know, there, there's ways to just be more protective, I think, in your environment that, that I think people need to understand. Can I request that you make a shawl? Like a scarf, like a long one right. that we can wrap ourselves in with. It's a good idea. I'll uh, I'll, I'll put it down. We actually, okay, perfect. Thank you. Actually, for anyone who who orders lambs, uh, you'll receive an email from me, and that's actually coming from me, and it it's actually going to my mailbox. And this email is asking you where where you heard about us, and and uh, also what you want us to create. And then we uh, we take this and into into account, and we have a whole document where we're listing out customer requests, how many, how many times they've been requested, et cetera, et cetera. So um, for people listening, you have a direct impact on our product development cycle as well. Um, and um, if you happen to text the number that is uh, that you can find on our Instagram uh, description, um, we are also in, in involving afterwards um, our uh, text community um, in the product cycle, uh, in, in the product development cycle. So that's oh, something yeah. that we that we find very important. We, we were born because uh, we had people supporting us from the get-go. Uh, and so we're trying to keep this very uh, close, close link with, uh, with our community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I imagine another common one must be like pet clothes, because obviously our pets yeah. are- <laughs> we're getting this as fun <laughs> actually. Um, and as a, as, a, as a pet dad myself, uh, I can see why people say that. Um, we're, we have a very long request for humans first, and uh, we're, we're going to stick yeah, to that for, for a while. <laughs> so where can people find you and what's your Instagram handle? We'll have it in their show notes, but if you want to um, mm -hmm. just tell our listeners. Yeah, uh, getlambs, G-E-T-L-A-M-B-S dot com. And then the uh, handle on all social media is at getlambs uh, as well. So very easy to find us um, and uh, feel free to send us an email um, to just reach out uh, if you have any questions or if you're requesting any specific products. Um, and we also have a happiness guarantee uh, policy, which is again, like we, uh, um, we, Tr we want to we want people who are wearing lambs to love wearing lambs um and so if there is anything wrong with uh your order or anything we'll make it right um and uh and yeah so you can try it completely risk-free if you don't like it well we'll happily take it back and <laughs> give you your money back it's awesome I, lo I love the passion that you share you know and i love that it came from your solving a uh, problem you know and and it's people like you that are, you know, disrupting sort of the, the, the commercial field or the commercial space with new innovative technology that's supporting people's health is, I mean, it's so needed in the world that we're in right now. So mm -hmm. I know Sonny's got a final question for you that I'll let her jump yes, into. This is a question I ask all our guests. Um, if tomorrow was the last day that you were going to be on this earth, what would be the impact that you want to leave or the message that you want mankind humankind, person kind, to believe about themselves. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, a yeah, second before answering such an important question. <laughs> um, actually, it's something that uh, I was yesterday, I was, uh, I, I, I went to this uh, seminar of uh, Wim Hof uh, breathing technique and uh, ice baths. 
And I was, uh, I was lying there doing the breathing exercises, which were incredible. And one thing that I thought about uh, doing this was uh, um, I should spend more time taking care of myself. Mm. Uh, and so I don't know if this is the one for mankind generally, but I think from the individual perspective, we're all, uh, a lot of us at least are in this like hamster wheel of like running, running, running. And um, we have so many important things to do, picking up the kids from school, uh, making dinner, calling, like whatever it is. Uh, and I feel like sometimes taking the time to A, uh, pause for a minute <laughs> um, and be grateful. Uh, and then B, also realize that well, it's, it's all great to be busy, but uh, if you're not taking care of your own body and your own um, mind, um, what's like, A, you're, you're not going to be busy as long, <laughs> and, and B, uh, life is probably not going to be as tasteful. So uh, trying to remind myself of that as well <laughs> on a regular basis and take time to meditate, but also uh, obviously I'm trying to, be, to, to make the right choice um as often as possible um uh, which doesn't mean that i'm doing it all the time but uh you know um, i'm gonna go and have lunch and i'm gonna it's gonna be a healthy lunch today and um and and, and yeah just having those tiny uh bits of uh of good habits in life and uh lems is one of them like when i'm putting in them on the morning i'm like okay well at least i've done this today for my body <laughs> that's yeah. an easy win <laughs> yeah no i love that because and when you take care of the self you take care of the whole so you're, you're yes. living by example, then and others will follow suit. Um, so that I think does impact everyone in the mm -hmm. world when we do that. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, Probably you. it would be less war if everyone was satisfied. Yes, if everyone <laughs> was happy and used humor and everything. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. And it really, it's like full circle to, to, you know, how you shared your business and how you wanted to share your business was really through that self-care, that nurturing, that self, that self-love and, you know, even how you took the breath before you decided to be really intentional with your answer. I mean, it's, it's great. It's just, you know, it feels like such a big win for humanity when there's companies such as yours that are really, you know, like I said, solving these problems, uh, really looking to the future, protecting our kids, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's awesome. It's just, it's just such, it's been so great to, to chat with you and uh, to hear your perspective, Arthur, it's uh, your, your gift and we look forward <laughs> to getting a pair ourselves. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks. Before that, I, I can't let you say this without saying that uh, I'm just a face and there are amazing people uh, and that wouldn't happen without a our amazing team b uh, the amazing advisors that are supporting us on a daily basis and uh, c obviously uh, our delightful customers who are uh, the ones uh, enabling us to, to make this happen so yeah and thanks to people uh, like you guys who are uh, spreading the word and uh, helping people be healthier um, on, on a daily basis that's amazing awesome. sure. thanks Thank so much you. yeah it's community work isn't it <laughs> it is <laughs> thanks so much guys yeah thanks Arthur have a good one bye you too we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Ignited podcast be sure to download subscribe and share as we build this conscious community together you can also find us on YouTube Facebook Instagram and our website drsjensen.com Please note all information on this podcast is not and should not be taken as medical advice. Please see a healthcare professional to receive the care needed. Thank you for sharing this time with us, igniting your health freedom. And welcome to the tribe.